Black friend in the darkness, that's okay. Cool, whatever. You chose that, so you have to be cool, whatever. Whatever. Hey, I need a stand, guys. Gory, I need a stand, I need a ring light. You getting? I'm a model slash DJ. Okay. Someone like you. Good god, I'm working with amateurs. Get your shit together. We're rolling on the camera and we're rolling. Keep the rolling. They see me roll. My leg is really reflecting very strongly back at me from that screen and I just think, wow, maybe I need a holiday. It is It is saying that your legs it are overexposed. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's I'm kind of I'm more white. Three years without a holiday. I thought we'd have a little, like, nice chat first about the refugees and then maybe we could talk about the Johnny Depp thing after. And this but we need to do, like, a sort of, like, intro. My name is Georgie slash Mooncat and this is my soft opening yeah, we could do slashes hi my name's Naomi and this is my <laughs> soft opening it's not soft I've seen it oh Didn't have you felt it <laughs> hi everybody this is my good friend Georgie aka moon cat this is my <clears throat> good friend Naomi <laughs> aka Ballsack. I'm Charlie and it's called our soft, soft. Opening. opening. I like how he said it's soft as well. Soft. Soft. Oh, this is our ASMR podcast. Soft. Have a soft opening. <laughs> I really wish we'd got it on film, know, but Charlie just did the I'm... biggest shriek ever because a, a fake wasp landed on her arm. It wasn't a fake wasp. I stopped trying to spin it. It was <laughs> it a real was, wasp. It wasn't even a real one. It was it one was of those really... cosplay wasps. Was... Charlie here has been an absolute angel and taken on some refugees from Ukraine. I have, yeah. And I don't know, I thought we could just sort of chat about it. See, uh, well, they've only just arrived, haven't they? Mm -hmm. They arrived, yeah. Um, they arrived last Sunday. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. but, but you know, first impressions and all that of, of them, they seem to be pretty cool people, don't they? Yeah, they're amazing. So I've got a mum and a daughter. The mum is my age. Um, and the daughter is nine. <laughs> I feel like the daughter is... Um, like a kindred spirit, she's just very funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so far, so good. I think it's been a very, very positive experience. Good. So yeah, I don't know, anything you want to know about has, it? Has the daughter met Violet? Yeah, 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 my daughter Violet. So yeah, oh, so. yeah Violet now exclusively speaks in a Ukrainian accent. Really? She provides me with, yeah, constant amusement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing she does, which I find very funny, is that she forgets that Lara is not English, so just relentlessly tries to talk to her in English, and then it's like, Lara's not replying to me. <laughs> you asked Violet because you're just talking gobbledygook to her. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, really, yeah, really good. Um, but like today, when you when you spoke to Violet, at, and she's at her dad's house, and she wanted to come home, didn't she? Because she didn't want to miss. Yeah, she just wanted. Yeah. She wanted to see Lara. She was furious that she had to leave, which yeah. is nice. Mm -hmm. She didn't give a shit about me. Obviously, the woman who birthed her. Yeah, but my friend who I work with, who is also a child lawyer, um, she's done the same. She told me about it, and she's she's Polish by origin, and she has a Polish friend who's doing all the arranging. Because I think a lot of people are struggling with actually doing the formal process of applying for homes for Ukraine. Apparently, they just don't fucking get anywhere. What's homes for Ukraine? 
Um, oh, the government scheme. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I've never yeah. actually... See, I don't know, because I never was acquainted with it. I never tried. The first I knew about it was my friend telling me that she was doing it, and I said, oh, can I do it? And she said, yeah. Uh, and then basically our mutual friend just matched um, the mother and the daughter with me. And, um, yeah. So then my friend... Wait, how did the person match them with you? How does that work? Just, fa- just I guess... I don't, I don't know to be honest I don't mm. know how I don't know how she got speaking to my um, the refugees that are with me now but mm. I basically said I would be looking for a mum and a daughter yeah um, probably one child because I've only got one room and yeah it's a big room but like you couldn't have loads of children in there it would mm. just get um, and also because me and Violet mum and daughter I just thought that would be a nice setup. yeah definitely and then they said could you take a mum and a nine year old and I said well yeah mm. um, so yeah just moved like all the furniture around got myself up into the attic bedroom so that they could have the front bedroom with the ensuite and yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's pretty great yeah yeah they and are they're, they're funny yeah, yes yeah, yeah. and naomi came mm-hmm. to my house last night yeah and, and um she cooked yeah especially so for my, my new ukrainian wife um had provided you with a yeah. banquet didn't she it's more than charles ever given it's in more 10 than... years of friendship yeah well so, you know. very appreciative of that yeah, we had yeah. Ukrainian food, didn't we? Yeah, we had Ukrainian food. It was yeah, very delicious. nice. And we were laughing at the fact that I'm... Because I, like, she was laughing, saying that I basically work all day and then work at night as well. So I'm basically now her husband. And yeah. she is my Ukrainian wife. Who feeds and you, I, which works very well for yeah, you. Yeah, it works very well for it's me. Great setup. I wish I'd had a Ukrainian wife all my life. Yeah. I mean, you know, the time has come. So I recommend that we all we all do that, to be honest. Yeah, she's really lovely. She's absolutely lovely. And, mm. she, and I thought... I did think... Like culturally, are we going to be very different? I mean, like language-wise, we are very different. It's not a language that's got many similarities, as far as I can tell. I'm no expert, mm. but the humour. Mm. So, can yeah. she speak like bits bits of English then? Y- yeah, she can speak more English than we can Ukrainian. Mm. Oh, For sure, Mexican. like everybody <laughs> can. Everybody <laughs> European can. Yeah. Ukrainian is zero. Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. even know hello. Yeah, um, he's learned some words from her. Yes, well, I've been busy. I don't know if you know. Oh, I'm actually busy. <laughs> I'm very busy. Yeah. Um, got to start off with the swear words first, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Um, but the main thing is that they learn English because they need it to be able now to survive mm. and to like set up properly and get going. But they're having English lessons, aren't they? Uh, they're going to start. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I've I've tried to set up that Mum will be going to college because they're providing, I think, free English lessons. So Which we're going to look into that. Yeah, but yeah, the little girl is hilarious. And we make up songs because it's a struggle for her to learn English. And that is the one thing she's very worried about. She's very worried about going to school and um, feeling like an outcast and just Mm -hmm. feeling like people think she's stupid because she doesn't speak the language. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we like, I took her to a gymnastics lesson with my daughter and she did great. She did really good. She was like this little nimble thing, but she cried at the end of it because she was just so upset that she just, well, I suppose you're trying to learn something and somebody's trying to direct you in a language that you don't understand. Mm. It's, it must be really, really hard. But you can actually tell that she's smart as well. Oh, yeah. And like she's, she's like funny. funny, witty. Yeah. And you said something that I thought was really lovely when you were saying even if you can't communicate, like the humour transcends that. And you yeah. were saying that it's shown you how yeah, humour does transcend. Because I think a language. lot of humour, especially like the humour I like, is very like dependent on 
like I love doing accents and silly voices and obviously they wouldn't pick up on a different accent mm -hmm. and I love like clever wordplay and obviously none of that will translate no, no. and yet we like that is something that has been really positive we still manage to like yeah we still laugh, laugh all the time and like yeah. I genuinely find them funny I'm not like you know yeah. doing it to humor them yeah 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 so like Lara who's nine when like, like so just as an example, when she came in the other day, she comes to find me and just, she would just say silly things. So she, like, she came to the bottom of the stairs when I was up in the attic room and went, Charlotta. That's what they call her, Charlotta. Charlotta, 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 do you speak English? And I said, yes. And then I was like, Lera, do you speak English? And she said, no, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> She's funny. That's so cute. I love it. She's nine and she's hilarious. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, and Violet's obsessed with her. And they're funny about trying as well. What was it you were saying to um, the mum <laughs> the other day when you're like, I tried this name, that name? Yeah. Well, because the mum's name is spelled, it's spelled like in English, Yehevenya. But I also heard people like refer to her as Eugenia, Eugenia. And like, the other, like since she's been here, I have tried a whole raft of different ones. So I've been going- None of them her uh, actual name. None of them her actual <laughs> name. I've just been like, uh, yeah, yeah, Vinya, Yevinya, uh, Eugenia, Eugenia. Like old, like loads. Loads of di different pronunciation. And then um, when I actually finally said to her the other day, so it's Eugenia, Eugenia. And she was like, yes, Eugenia. And I was like, oh. Because I've been trying. I was like, I've tried. I've tried Eugenia, Eugenia, Eugenia. And she just looked at me and was like, I know. And I've answered to all of it. I know. She's really funny. And she was saying to the other day, when I came yesterday, we and she made dinner for us. Yeah. And Charlie was at the table saying, oh, I get on so well with Lera. Lera, We're kindred spirits. Bearing in mind that she's nine. Yeah. And you found someone on my level. Yeah. Yeah. And Eugenia was like, yes, Charlie is like a little tiny baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's straight face. Yeah, she's like, Lola, Lola, is a, is a little, little tiny baby. Babies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're really and she's funny. not impressed by English men, is she? Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. Oh. I don't think she's met any impressive ones. No, I mean, we are like in a small town, I won't yeah. say which, but yeah, we do. Has she in... like met, she met English men that she's said bad things about them? Oh, like, no, like, she just. that one guy that offered to show her around, and yeah. she was like, no, thank you. But but, hmm. but just you know, just when we've gone out shopping and she's looked around and stuff, she was like, um, "English men, uh, uh, Ukraine men, are beautiful. English men, uh, not so much. No beautiful. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Like, slim yeah. pickings, though. I was like, slim pickings. Yes, yeah, I'm up against. <laughs> yeah. But I do wonder if it's just like the like cultural thing, and if they have a different, you know, aesthetic that they prefer. Uh, that and slim picking. Because like, well, I, like lately I've been talking to a guy and I think he's pretty handsome. And when yeah. we showed her the picture, she was like, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 "Yes." Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, 
know, and he's a handsome man, yeah. so yeah. yeah I don't I do wonder if it's cultural. <laughs> yeah. Good, so, good yeah. for you, Charlotte. <laughs> yes, Charlotte. You like you, like, you like that's good. Yeah. yeah great. And the other thing that was funny, sorry to just relentlessly talk about me. Me, 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 me. But the other <laughs> nothing thing Nothing that, new there, guys. No. Nothing new, no, no. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's all about me. It all started in nineteen eighty nine. With me. The <laughs> Capital M A. May. Everybody may. So the other thing that I have found really funny is that you don't realise, obviously Violet talks Ukrainian now, not like language, but accent wise. Um, <laughs> obviously Violet's fluent in Ukrainian language. <laughs> Violet's sick, so it's very, it's very funny to hear a six-year-old now speak with a Ukrainian accent. <laughs> but um, when I was like, so my other friend, who's like I say, an English sponsor for a different Ukrainian family, I was messaging her about going over to her house and I got a text in the morning just to be like, um, so just checking, are you still coming? And I messaged, what I think I said back, um, yes, we come 12 o'clock. Or yes, we come 12. And I just didn't even realize I'd started typing like that, like in the most basic (laughs) unit of language. But she just responded with loads of like laughing faces, like I talk like that now as well. (laughs) Cause you just don't even notice you do it. Yeah, I noticed um, Charlie doing it today. So we've come to Gory's house um, up north. People don't know I'm you as Gory, do they? So... <laughs> no, they, they they both call me Gory. Yeah. Let's just get that long story. It's actually a really short story. story. <laughs> we can we can come back to that later. But so yeah. we were getting ready to come up today and Charlie was making me laugh. So before we leave, obviously she has to explain how things work. Um, to Eugenia and I'm listening to her and she's talking to, about the washing machine she's like this uh, the washing machine um, talking about how long it takes to wash wash stuff this setting 60 minutes this 30 minutes yeah 10 minutes all in this accent <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's got to understand it more yeah it's like this this powder you put here uh, me go yeah see you tomorrow, tomorrow. yes <laughs> But you can't help it. It happened happened naturally. (laughs) And you don't notice. But she can probably like speak bits of English with like proper grammar and stuff. She's just like, no. Can she not? No, no, it's very basic English. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, enough that we've got by, but like, no, not proper grammar. Mm. I like being Charlotte though. That's great. I like Charlotte. Charlotte. From now on, I think you need to refer to me as Charlotte. Charlotte. So anyway, yeah, it's been going well so far. The yeah. Ukrainian refugees. Yeah, it's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I've been hearing like a few sort of like not so good stories in the news. Really? Mm. Um, have you heard anything about that? Like a lot of people have like taken them in and have like wanted to get rid of them. It's really bad because really? because they've been yeah saying things like oh the we don't get on like the the cultural differences and all this kind of stuff. It's just so weird to me mm. because it's been so positive. That's interesting. Also, yeah. what newspapers is that? Is that like one just the um, that we're talking like? Was it the Daily, the Daily Mail? Mail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll look it up. I don't think it was. I mean, I think that I think because me and Eugenia, my new wife Eugenia and I had this <laughs> chat, and um, I think we had a similar thing where um another person that i don't know as well is also a uk sponsor and she has had a family come over and she just so i sent her all these pictures of like the lovely ukrainian food that my new wife has been making me and um and she was like oh these guys here are are, um 
they've not done anything. Mm. And it almost seemed a bit like they were taking the mick a bit. Oh, really? And it, That's uh, interesting. So, like, and I do not want to talk negatively about this whole process because yeah. I think it's a really positive process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, obviously, Eugenia was telling me about the horror stories she'd heard, like, when she made the decision to come over. About that she had English to, sponsors. About some English oh, sponsors. Imagine, yeah. And, like, the, 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 where we left it was that there are good and bad people in every yeah. culture, in every country. Yeah. And we just realised, we I think we felt lucky that we'd found each other. So, yeah. Me, so me and for, my wife. So for people who might not know, in the UK, if you house a Ukrainian refugee, then you get £350 per month from the government. And mm. so we were saying, weren't we, Charlie, that I, there will absolutely be people over here who are just abusive, who are just like, have people here and take that money and mm. don't care for them at all. Whereas you've been like helping them with paperwork, like trying to help them with learning English. And, yeah. You know. But there will be people who are absolutely just trying to claim the money and yeah. take the piss, definitely. Yeah, and I mean, I think the government's been really quite vague because when I read mm. the initial, it said that the government will um, give you £350 a month. Mm-hmm. And that's that doesn't matter how many. So it could be a family of one, oh, a family really? of two, a family of three. Okay. That's the set amount for that room. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously there'll be some people who are providing box rooms, etc. Mm. Um, oh, so is it like per room? So, per, so if I you're think, doing, I think so. Right. I think so. Like, like I say, I've only I can only comment really on my experience of it. But I, my understanding, and from speaking to the council, is that it doesn't matter how many people are in there in the family. Mm. Um, it's that is that set three hundred and fifty pounds a month. Now for me. Yeah, that will probably cover the bills going up um, and, and maybe a little bit more, mm. fractionally probably. And also, you know, the, the bit of the mortgage, whatever. But it's not a huge amount. Mm-hmm. But it, it was enough to let me know that I, I wouldn't lose money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, mm. but the difficulty is when they arrive, the council um, sends them, so per family, per person, £200 supermarket voucher so they're entitled to 400 pounds supermarket voucher well they arrived on a sunday and i called the council on a monday to say they've arrived so they should have emailed through the voucher well as of today and we're we're a week ahead now still no voucher so thankfully i had done a gofundme to cover their plane tickets and it had earned it had got money in excess of the plane tickets and i'd been able to give them that in cash equally um, one of the partners in an old law firm I used to work for, very gen, very extremely generously, and you know I was quite surprised, got in touch, and um, said I'm going to send over five hundred pounds, hmm. and I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Do you mean fifty? That's such a lot of money. Hmm. She was like, No, what you're doing is amazing. Uh, this will help you feed them. So. And I was thinking, well, they're gonna get the vouchers and then they're gonna be able to apply for universal credit. So the vouchers are like a holding position, but actually we've really relied on that Mm. because, um, Mm -hmm. so I've given her, I've put the 200 pounds in her bank account and given her 300 pounds in cash. So that was gonna keep her going now until Monday when I can ring the council and be like, what the hell is going on? Mm -hmm. And that sounds really simple, like, yeah, just ring the council. But actually I'm working full time and yes, I've now got, 
an excellent wife who makes my meals for me. <laughs> but like we're applying for bank accounts, we're applying mm. to get them a mobile phone and credit. We're Do applying. Do they need a new passport or anything like that? Or? They need a different yeah. visa. So they've got a visa to get them here, and then I think we need to apply for another visa. Mm. Um, and we're applying to school obviously i had to do an online application mm. for school then fill in all the school paperwork fill in the gp paperwork for them then we need to do an application for universal credit uh, oh. an application for english lessons an application for child benefit mm. um and that's not all of it but i mean so it's a lot i mean yeah it's a lot it's amazing that um they can claim benefits straight away because that, isn't that the first time that the government's done that? Because, like, until this, I think if you came over as mm. a refugee or um, an asylum seeker or whatever, you have to be in the country for three months before you can claim benefits. I think this is the first God, time that they've said... I didn't know that. Yeah. But how do you how do you exist? Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this I don't is the know. first time that they've said people can claim... I know they've made a lot of waivers, but the reality mm. is you have to go and set up a bank account before you can claim benefits, they need to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we've had to go and find which banks are actually offering bank accounts to Ukrainian people. And often, a lot of them, you need um, a letter from your sponsor and a proof of address. And how do you have a proof of address if you've only just got here? Well, we went to the GP to ask for a proof of address. And they said, yeah, we'll send it through, but they had to register first, up to five days. So all of this delay built in. Mm. And the reality of actually... You know, vouchers not turned up yet. So, mm-hmm. what if this? Nowhere did it warn me that yes, they will get their money in the end, but in the interim, you will be you filling will be that gap. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. fine, I can do that. But imagine if you couldn't. Though. Imagine if you couldn't. Mm. Yeah. And you know, there will be sponsors who have been put in that position, oh, yeah. which may explain some of the horror stories yeah, yeah, because yeah. the government have not been clear enough. You know, nowhere in reading up on this before I started this process was that made clear. Or was that explained? Do you know how many people have accepted people into their homes? I don't know. I do know that, like, about a month ago, when when the council came out to do the first visit of my house, they said that in my area they'd got about seven or eight families. Oh, really? And when we went into the bank, because it turned out my bank, HSBC, are one of the only ones that are doing bank accounts for Ukrainian people. And because I was already banking with HSBC, I didn't have to get proof of address for her. I only had to write a letter to say, I'm the sponsor, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So that made it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But when we spoke to the guy, he said he'd been steadily doing more and more and more applications because people were working out that HSBC offered it. And he said only the day before we'd done three. Oh, Um, okay, yeah. So... I, th- I would suggest that numbers are um, are stepping up, but it's not mm. an enormous amount. Mm. I mean, if anyone... It's quite a big thing, though, isn't it? You know, it is quite a big decision to make to, to come in to house a family or people that you've never met before. Mm. I, I guess... Um, well, do you know, I was about to say that, and I guess, like, for you... Were like, you about to say something positive about me? I mean, <laughs> I, w- I will never go that far. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say... Um, what, what I was going to say is that for you, I guess, because you've got a woman and a child that feels safer, but then actually everyone will have women because um, what I learned from you is that Ukrainian men aren't actually allowed to leave. Not except moment. for very exceptional circumstances. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. my understanding wow. of it. Yeah. I know, is that, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. The, well, the incel community in the manosphere will be really pissed off about that (laughs) yeah like one of their arguments is that men are 
um, men go into the most dangerous jobs, such as the army, or like they become you know, roofers and stuff like that. And they're the most like deadly jobs. So they're like, you should respect men because men die doing the work to make the things that you use all the time. I mean, so. I, I, get, I, get, I can <laughs> sort of see the logic in that, except I would counter it with men start the wars, <laughs> not women. Well, yeah. And also like women were kept out of like jobs like that for a long time as well. Yeah. Seen as men's jobs. I'm sure there were many women. If we started mm. off on an equal playing ground, who maybe wanted to do jobs like that, but I also we were kept in houses. Yeah, and so, I mean, yeah. I mean, also, who's going to look after the children? Mm. Who's going to take all the Ukrainian children and look after them? Are the men going to come over and do that? Mm. And leave the women to fight. I think there are some women fighting on the front line in Ukraine. Yeah, the women who've turned, who've left and turned back around to yeah. go and help out. Yeah. So. I found like I I found the Ukrainian um, spirit, I guess, for lack of a better word, like incredible, like very yeah. impressive. Like oh yeah, learning about it on TV, like like we were saying, people leaving, but then hearing what was going on and turning back around to fight, and people being very just like I'm doing this for my country, like yeah. fuck this, like yeah. where you know. Whereas like if it, if that was happening here, I would <laughs> be gone like, I'm not fighting for queen nor country no. bye I'm saving me is that because Boris is our prime minister no it's because I'm not good. I wouldn't like risk no. my life for my no, country no, absolutely true. not absolutely not but I mean it's interesting you raise that but one of the things like so I don't know if you know but well you actually you introduced me to this Gory. what um, the uh, the drama series Chernobyl Oh yeah, yeah. So obviously I got obsessed with that because it was fucking incredible. It was so good. It was so good. Have you watched it? Do you know what it was? I I didn't get into it, but I probably will watch it because everyone I speak to says it's brilliant. But what I didn't like was that they didn't have. Wasn't it just like English accents? But it was. Yeah. 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 Not really like off. Like so, I listened to. Well, this is what I'm getting to. So I, I I read. So I watched it and I was like, this is fascinating you know like something that just grips you and stays with you mm. so i then went on to listen to chernobyl the podcast mm. which was the i think i don't i don't know the director and the editor something like that um like just talking about the decisions they made etc and they talked about the decision to use um english-speaking people and i think they just said they didn't want really shit fake accents or even like they didn't want it to be subtitled and they didn't want people to be putting on a sort of to fake accent. They didn't want that to be the focus. They wanted the story to be the focus. So, and they wanted the people watching it to not to not be distracted by anything other than yeah. the story and the people. To be honest, when I was watching it, I honestly, like, it is weird when you think about it, but when I was watching it, I actually didn't feel like it was weird the did, way that they did it. Did it happen in Ukraine? Yeah. So they couldn't find English-speaking Ukrainian actors? I don't know. I mean, Well, I think I think what they said was the actors that they did have to play parts, they didn't get them to put on an accent at all. Yeah, they just got people to do their natural accent. Yeah, so I that think, it wasn't. About but speaking that. in English. For me, I think yeah. I would have liked it better. If, say, you know, you don't want to do subtitles, fine, but find Ukrainian actors that speak English. So there's at least an accent there. I just found it so strange that they were like, yes, and the the power station is about to blow up, but like just like in a standard English, or even yeah. like sometimes posh English accent. I found it really strange. I mean, I I do get that, but I also see that like. 
I can see their logic, like how an accent would distract. You wanted to like live this with the people, and the, the you know if it's in if it's in your an accent that feels like normal to you. you yeah, you, I mean that's kind of like very like I don't know, like Eurocentric, isn't it? Is it? Well, yeah. I mean, like these people. Well, it's I mean, based it's, in Ukraine, so like. Oh yeah, but it's to not. To say like, it's not. It's not. To say it's like, not being made for people in Ukraine. It was made for people in Europe. Yeah. To watch. So what? Mm-hmm. So people in England can't listen to an accent that doesn't. That's not English. I think that. I mean, the way they explained it was that a lot of those type of accents, the risk was it would just start sounding like a, like people. Were putting on put, yeah. So this is the thing. What I'm saying is, if it was a put on fair, yeah, I think they should have got Ukrainian a- actors that could speak but English. But I actually thought the actors in it were absolutely brilliant. They were so. good good mm. yeah mm-hmm. i loved the choices i can't remember what the guy the guy was who was the like the scientist the expert but i thought he was especially brilliant yeah and he he's a pretty big actor though that guy yeah. i can't remember his name but yeah, yeah and the mp that he worked alongside or the the poli- the, the yeah the lady worked, no 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 oh the politician guy that he worked alongside oh with, oh yeah 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 they yeah. start they do, like develop a respect for each other over time I yeah that was like, there was a lady scientist as well there wasn't was, yeah. yeah and they said that her character was almost like a, a com- lady scientist. Lady scientist. Lady scientist. Lady scientist. So they said that, that the guy was a one real person, but that her character was a composite, basically, to re- reflect the scientists and the experts because they couldn't. Mm. couldn't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Char- I remember that. They couldn't, yeah. yeah. So, so she wasn't a real person, but she was the reflection of yeah that that that, that role that those people mm. doing that job. it is very sort of reminiscent of like how people respond to scientists in in response to like covid and yeah. climate change mm. just like everything where yeah. the scientists are like screaming yeah. at politicians like please do yeah. something mm. and it's, yeah, it happens every know. single time that's a really interesting cause that never occurred to me because mm. I, I mean straight away i'm like well you know soviet union all lies blah 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 but actually we yeah. are just as bad everything yeah. else is yeah. just as bad as the soviet union yeah mm-hmm. well <laughs> in different ways perhaps yeah. yeah so anyway i mean the reason i raise it is because on this movie so yeah not only did i listen to the podcast which i thought was very interesting i would recommend it, they recommended a book that also had stories yeah um, which was like really really interesting and really funny so i'm i forced my very like um arty cultural friend who's a vegan to go to benedorm on holiday with me <laughs> which was great they actually have vegan ice cream and like a vegan restaurant in benedorm if that doesn't tell you time is changing <laughs> but anyway so yeah i sat i sat on the beach in benedorm reading this book about chernobyl because the only person most people were on like footballers autobiographies and stuff and i take a book Shout about Coles, yeah <laughs> i think i'm the only per- the only guy that would take a book about like a chernobyl on on holiday but anyway to benedorm. <laughs> but it was it was really interesting but one of the things that came up in came like from the book and came from the podcast was the difference in culture of people in the Soviet Union compared to people here, like you say, we'd be like, "Fuck that! I'm not fucking doing it." Mm, very individualistic. And we? also, we've got like a, the law of tort, so we've got like this, you know, we've got a duty of care to people. When that's breached, there's negligence claims, etc. There's there's that sort of culture. There's that law that um, you know, behind our country, whereas there, there is no such thing. So. One of the th- one of the things was just this this you know what the way they reacted to it 
in in real life and how that's reflected in the drama series it was really interesting because they were saying had it been a different culture because i mean they, they were sending they were sending getting volunteers to go under into the water weren't they in, under the building to try and turn mm. the water off. yeah okay. so they were getting people to go on missions whereby there was a very strong chance they were gonna die yeah and they volunteered mm. they were getting this group of Miners, was it miners? Yeah, I think it was miners. I can't remember. Miners in young people or miners in the actual like, miners? No, like miners, miners, like mining. Yeah. To like mine. <laughs> to like, yeah, mining. You know, <laughs> that one, mining. <laughs> to like go under the building, to like mine a big tundle, tunnel under, again, knowing that they were going to be exposing themselves to this radiation, but doing it, not because they were going to get some sort of huge payoff, but there was just this culture of, wow. we do this for our country. Mm. And that's. You know, they were saying if that, if it had happened anywhere else, would there have been that response? Mm, mm-hmm, so I thought that was really. They'd interesting. probably just use a robot now. To be fair, I yeah. mean, all right. <laughs> Don't need Shut to anymore. <laughs> They'd probably just use a drone. Can we move on? Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, I I just thought that was really interesting. Like that, mm. the whole mentality was very much not about the individual, but about the state. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the same in China as well? Don't know. Um, I think Don't so. Know. Um, yeah, anyway, but yeah, in the West we're very, Yeah. it's very individualistic. Yeah. You do what you want for you yourself. Well, yeah. since we had freaking Maggie Thatcher, that's all it's been. Everyone for themselves. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, me and Naomi were talking about that on the way here, weren't we? Mm. About what? Margaret Thatcher. Mm. Oh, were you? What were we saying about her? I think I was saying what an excellent judge of character she is because uh. she was like really pally pally with Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Thought he was an excellent example. Did you watch the um, the Netflix documentary about Jimmy Savile? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I found it really interesting when they, when they pointed out like because you know he was so like, he did so much stuff for charity mm. and like she loved him so much because he was basically like the sort of poster child for we let uh rich people donate to charity instead of putting taxes towards yeah. like these causes like he was building hospitals and stuff with mm. all of his charity and then he was abusing the kids with it yeah yeah she didn't know she couldn't i mean she couldn't didn't yeah but but the screen mm. yeah but it, but but she was ba- she basically loved him so much because he was perpetuating this whole idea of we don't need taxes to do this because mm. look jimmy's doing this and so are all of the other like millionaires i thought that she was perpetuating the idea that actually because he was from like you know working class, working class roots look at this man we, and I can, mm. I've seen a video it's of, probably that as well yeah because I've seen a video of her being like what, an, what a fine example of British eccentricity mm. um, and also <laughs> I think that, that she liked the fact that he showed that actually you can work your way up and you can come from mm. nothing yeah if you are a manipulative paedophile yeah. Oh my God, I hate that that whole um, yeah. meritocracy debate. Oh, it's bullshit. <laughs> don't don't even get me started on that one. What a crock of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is true, like you, for for some for some people, yes, you can work your way up, but it should not be a rule that we apply to all. It certainly it's, it's certainly not a rule that can be applied. Even though we've all got the same twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> what did Kim say? Where are your trousers like, from? Naomi? I just feel like people don't want to work. Nobody anymore. wants to work these days. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best clip ever. Mm. Yeah. Get off your ass and work. Get off your ass and work. 
Do you know, Catherine Ryan is such a lover of Kim Kardashian and the Kardashian club. Oh, yeah, she is. Well, it really surprises me because I like everything else that she says. Yeah, but she's, like, also so into the whole celebrity culture, like, mm. vapid sort of brain dead kind of stuff she, like, I, don't I think feel like she really likes them for some reason she, i mean i've never i've never got that sense from anything else that she's ever said other than what she says about the kardashians mm. but yeah she was know. saying well kim didn't kim kim wasn't sending that message out to the public at large and i was thinking well i mean it was on an open forum and she's not she's she knows yeah she knows how how far her message will get you should clarify do you know what i mean like People who come from rich uh, families, what was she, was who it have businesswomen. I think she was saying, yeah, people. They, who, they asked her, "What would you say to all business women? Women right. wanting to make it in business?" Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, and that was yeah, her answer. Yeah, like you can't work. really defend that. <laughs> no, yeah, Catherine Ryan sure, sure did try, and I'm thinking. Oh. <laughs> I mean, everybody has their yeah, you know, but yeah. Thoughts no. on Kim? Not for me. Oh Not for me. Yeah. I just, it's just so odds with. But do you know what? We all have our guilty pleasures. My mum my used to watch like Katie Price programs and be like, I'm just watching it because it's interesting for the insight. But I um, actually do think that though. I think, like it's, I think like it's easy to dismiss reality TV, but I think at the end of the day, it's people watching. And I think well, it yeah. can be really interesting. Um, well, yeah, but like, my, yeah, yeah I, I really enjoy a lot of reality TV. But you can say that you enjoy a bit of trash TV and not have to put like a faux intellectual cover on it. Well, no, what I'm saying is it's easy to just say, oh, well, it's just vapid, but I, I don't agree with that. I think mm. it is like you are analyzing people as well. Mm. But are you really analyzing people when it's so, so, when it's so edited to be like, to make it as, as dramatic as possible? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you might not be analyzing, you know, the actual reality but you're still analyzing like the dynamics between the families and i think that's why the kardashians and say like the what was it the osmonds the meat what was it what's it called osborne's. Oh, the osmonds, the osborne's. The osmonds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Osmond. they, like they had so many series because they were interesting to watch yeah i get that if it was just like you know completely vapid and you're actually saying nothing then it wouldn't have been so successful i'm hungry <laughs> Well, we should probably sh- we should probably stop in about fifteen minutes, okay. because then it'll be half half five, and we'll have to get ready and go. Get lunch. Get, get lunch. God name it. <laughs> my pretty. <laughs> We've like barely got through anything we planned. We don't have to do everything though. Um, but what else were we going to do? We were going to talk about. We could talk a bit about Johnny Depp and... Um, so, yeah, we're going to ease into that, talking about well, celebrity culture. Maybe we should just do... Th- maybe we should, because we've, like... Maybe we should just go into incels. Ow. Well... Isn't it easier to move from, like, Kardashians to... Like, and also reality TV to talk about, you know... Okay. Yeah, yeah, you could... Someone, we could start with speaking of things being edited... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...and not always seeing the reality of situations. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, you exactly. You do that, and then cut out, and you can start with that. <laughs> okay. Speaking of things <laughs> being edited and the public not always seeing the reality... Like this podcast. <laughs> a bit like this podcast, <laughs> which like I'm not going to edit any... Yeah. I'm not going to edit any of this out. It's yeah, just yeah. all going to be in. Yeah. Um, this is where you get the real shit, guys. <laughs> the raw... You're raw-dogging right now. Ooh, You're kind of tangenting right you. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Your segue has got a lot of tangents. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. <laughs> Why are you saying it like an old man? I'm about to tell my opinion to the children. Mm-hmm. What? what? What is this walking? You don't know out? everything. You you think you know everything, but you don't know everything about that trial, bitches. It's a very commanding uh, way of putting it. I suspect people are gonna really take that on board. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, yeah, it's true. It, it seems like everybody thinks <laughs> they know everything yes, about uh, this trial yeah. when yeah. they're not sat in the fucking courtroom. Well, they're live they streaming. Sat in their relationship. Never mind the courtroom. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they they are live streaming the entire thing. To be fair, so people think yeah. that they know everything, but they fucking don't. For a start. Johnny Depp is way more rich than Amber Heard and mm. can probably afford way better representation than her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, to me, it's just become a total and utter popularity contest. Yeah, but oh, also, also he can he can afford better PR than her. Yeah, and everyone's on his side because he's, he's popular people he's like pop- Johnny pe- Depp. People love Johnny Depp, and and he's like been in very classic you know tim burton films and pirates of the caribbean blah 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 blah. but on top of that the manosphere have jumped on it and i read something that like um do we need to explain what the manosphere is or do we just like it's like well it's it's the it's incels there's other groups like there's pickup artists are included yeah um and then there's um there's another group called men going their own way which is basically like you can go your own way your own way which means that basically these men hate women so much that they don't want to live under a government which is so feminist so they like don't want to work yeah. with women they don't like, want to date them yeah they they think that society's got way too feminist yeah so they're going their own way they don't date women they don't want to they don't want to participate in a society that's feminist it's so selective then sound like they're in the closet like it actually so like but like bearing in mind that we're actually in 2022, debating whether women should be able to choose whether to have abortions mm-hmm. or not, and these men are like, "Government's too well." <laughs> they they also love the fact that they banned abortion. Well, fifty percent banned it in America because they their theory is that women want all power over sex and all power over reproduction. So they lie about being R-worded. You're not meant to say the word rape on YouTube. <laughs> um, you can't say that word on YouTube. Not really, no. Um, I mean, you can, but you, it might. Why? I don't know. It's complicated rules about monetization, but we're not going to try and monetize this one yet, anyway. Okay. But um, so rape it now, But so people say for for the word rape, people say R word, and for sexual assault, people say essay. So that R and SA. It's ridiculous. It's what you have to do online. <laughs> but basically, they'll, they'll say that women uh, lie about being odd 
because um, because they want power over women uh, over men and they uh -huh. want to take their money and like well one of the arguments that I make in my video is what <laughs> get what? raped get that cash baby <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, okay. well, well they say that they lie about it because they want men's money and there's this whole sort yes, of conspiracy sir. to sue men over being r-worded and lying about it so that they get their money uh -huh. and I'm like what fucking money what what Even single fucking accusation has has resulted that you know of that has, has resulted in a big payout even though, to a woman yeah, even though in the uk as well most our cases um don't even go to trial exactly yeah, yeah. i talk about yeah. all of that uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. as well we, yeah we get that cash yeah baby. we just want that cash and they say that abortion's a good thing because um well taking away the right to have an abortion is a good thing because that that is just another thing that gives them power over reproduction sounds outrageous to me so, yeah. so it, it it gets insane like it's yeah i i cover it all in my video when it comes out but um mm. yeah Ugh. it's mad mm. yeah i mean can i just point something out here yeah because i remember mum my mum and her husband sitting at the dinner table with me once saying to me we watched this documentary it was about this man who was falsely accused of rape and oh it's just awful and blah oh. blah, blah. And, mm. and i was like i'm sure it was awful in his case mm. but let's look at it from like a public policy perspective yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the statistics say the opposite well yes exactly i'm sure it was awful in his case but actually it's not going to compare to the vast majority of rape victims who are women who don't have a voice <laughs> they don't even want to like, tell their best friends like mm -hmm. never mind the fucking police but let's just be clear as well like the system is not set up for the victims mm -hmm. so in law in criminal law, you have to prove something beyond a reasonable doubt. And how are you going to do that in a yeah, rape situation? Yeah, you can't do it. And this is my, possibly my main issue with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case, mm. because what people are starting to say now is that um, she, because people think that she's lying, um, people think that she's hijacking. Oh, this is what Johnny Depp's lawyer said. I think that she's hijacking the Me Too movement. Oh, that it's of like Me course. Too. It's like Me Too without without the actual Me Too. Yeah. And so, like, what people say now is that it's going to sully the whole um, Me Too movement, and it makes me so angry mm. because even if, like, I mean, like, I don't like even hypothetically, let's say that she is lying. What about the hundreds of thousands of women who? are not lying what about the like mm -hmm. hundreds of women who have already been killed in the uk alone by their male partners or men that they know yeah you know so to say to say that um well this is going to slow the whole movement is so misogynistic it's, so it's because people yeah. people don't want to believe women and this gives people a reason to not believe, believe women. women yeah it's fucking disgusting. The, the regard, so yeah. So regardless of, of the facts of this case and, mm. you know, making a decision on it, and I'll come back to that in a second, mm. but regardless of whether she's lying or not, mm. the public's reaction to this is going to be detrimental to women feeling like they can come forward mm -hmm. in a system where there really is no benefit to coming forward anyway. Mm. I mean, you come yeah. forward... Half the Which time, is traumatic in itself. It's traumatic. It's utterly traumatic. Mm -hmm. You go to the police, even if it gets to trial, which rarely it ever does. Um, how are you going to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt? The mm -hmm. system is not set up in your favour. How do you prove that you didn't consent to mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. Other than that you were so intoxicated mm -hmm. that it was impossible for you and to in consent. In which case, uh, it's your fault. Because you shouldn't have been that drunk. 
Yeah. 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 And I think we're asking for it. I think Mm. the police are starting to move forward on that a bit. Mm. But I mean, and then you've got to go to trial. You've got to be if it cross-examined by a barrister. All of your history dragged up. Everything like that. Like, can I just say as well something that people like seem to be forgetting. Johnny Depp was charged for abusing her previously. So, yep. like, so this is the thing that people seem to like have completely forgotten yeah. in the trial. So the Sun wrote an article yeah. and called Johnny Depp a wife beater. Yep. Johnny then tried to sue the Sun, yep. but then a court found, well, actually, actually Johnny, he, he did of, of fourteen accounts of abuse. You were found um, guilty of twelve. Yeah, and yeah. so and so he couldn't sue. And, her and then right, and then all yeah. was like, Amber's a liar. Yeah, he's been charged with abuse. But then guys. all That's she happened. did, all she did in that op ed that he's suing her over oh. now. All she did was write this like half sentence about him that, that she she said. I became a sort of public figure mm. of uh, domestic abuse. And that's literally all she said in this, this article that even pertained to like what happened to her. Mm. She didn't, I don't think she even said his name. Mm. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden he came at her mm. with all of his lawyers. Mm-hmm. And, now, and now the whole argument they're literally doing now is, yeah, she got beaten up, but can she talk about it? Yeah. Like... What the yeah. fuck? And people are all on his side. Yeah. yeah. Like, guys, he's been charged with abuse. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Like, the but fuck? This is what, I think this is what pisses me off the most, because obviously I work in the judicial system. I'm not American. But, I mean, that's what was fucking me off. Like, before this even, even became this big, I had, like, somebody, I didn't know that one on Facebook, who was, like, pro-Johnny Depp, talking about all this stuff, and I was like, he, findings have been made. In our in our criminal court system, mm. or our civil court system, sorry, I think it was in divorce proceedings, wasn't it? So a finding has been made. So if you want to deny that, then you in, in, intentionally, essentially, are denying our entire judicial system. Mm. So yes, findings have been made. And then it just reminds me so much, I, was, I think I was saying this to you the other day, Naomi, that... Mm. Obviously, I work in cases, not the same, family law, like between parents, or I did in the past anyway. And like, it just reminded me of this 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 guy who was a dad who made a post on social media. Mm. Um, and I, and I, like the mum who I was representing came in to show me this post. And it was like, mums who do not allow their dads to see their children are blah, 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 blah. And just everybody jumping on the bandwagon like I was looking on the comments section like they were all like saying yeah blah 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 it's disgusting yeah we're behind you mate blah 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 and I just thought I mean obviously I know that knew this case inside out and I knew all the things he'd done Mm. I knew you know like so let me give you some examples so like saying her bin on fire um, taking lots of drugs and stealing the child and going to another property and saying she can't have him back unless they get back to- together. So she had to pretend to get back together with him to get the child to go out. Um, you know, savvy move on her part because mm. if it had gone through the court system, she'd be waiting a fucking while. Mm-hmm. Um, that he was, like, you know, abusive to her, shouted at her, um, kept doing creepy things like turning up, cutting her pipes, um taking her tires down, leaving uh, a dozen red roses on her car for when she Mm. turned up. But even after all that, after all that, we agreed Mm. to a contact order that he would have supervised contact with his child every other weekend for a couple of hours, Mm. yeah? Supervised by his parents, which everybody agreed to and was in a legally binding order. So she goes and drops him off contact one weekend. 
only to sit and be waiting for contact to happen. She sat in town and sees him walking by with the kid in the pushchair. No supervision. So he's in breach of a court order. Mm. So breach, you know, all these safeguarding concerns that haven't been pro- pro- like properly investigated. He refused to sign up or refused to have um, any drug testing to confirm that he wasn't still taking tons of drugs. Mm-hmm. And I mean... The, you know, the history was very concerning in respect of that. So he refused to that, he refused to engage in any safeguarding assessment. He was belligerent to everybody at court and to all the professionals involved and then breached a legally binding order after all of this creepy behaviour towards her. Mm. The fact that he just abducted the child in the first place wouldn't let her see him unless she agreed to get back together. God, and then he goes and makes this post on social media and I'm thinking... I think you missed a bit out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've not really told the whole story. But everybody who read that post like, was yes, jumping on disgusting. the back. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. You're right. I know where. Blah blah blah. Like you know, people mutual acquaintances. And I'm thinking, mm. you haven't got a fucking clue, yeah. mate. Yeah. Trial by media. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And people always yeah. jump to the conclusion that a woman is being manipulative. Yeah. Like, I saw that happen yeah. with like when I looked into the whole Meghan Markle thing. Mm. I was so insanely shocked at how people were so willing to jump onto her every move, like it was some sort of like yeah. calculated thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like as if these men what? are just like. Oh, yeah. Like under the spell of these yeah. women, like, can't themselves, <laughs> and we've just got this pussy power. So, yeah, you know. it's insane. Mm. Like even aside from like the whole man woman thing, mm. the the thing that really irks me is that people are so willing to have these firm, solid opinions about things mm. when there's no way. Mm. that they have the information mm. or have done the preliminary research even like basic research to even be able to form any kind of yeah. informed p- position on something people have really made their minds up about Johnny and Amber yeah. wow people are on yeah. his side like fully yeah. 100% but there's like there's even uh, there's huge like media outlets in America like this one called the Daily Wire that's run by Ben Shapiro do you know who Ben Shapiro is? Uh, I've heard uh, of Ben yeah. Shapiro I yeah. Know much about yeah. him <laughs> Um, Isn't he the sibling of someone famous? His know. his sister's called Abigail, but I think she's a bit less famous than him. Oh, okay, okay. He's very right wing, though, isn't he? Yeah, extremely. But he he owns this media outlet called the Daily Wire, and they ran ads. They spent thousands and thousands on on Facebook um, with these articles that people had written about the trial that were like really really anti um, Amber Heard mm. because it's like it's in the right wing's interest to just like push back feminism as much as possible so they're just jumping mm. on this trial yeah to to try and do that and people are just like literally lapping it up they yeah. fucking love it yeah do you it think just... it will have a do you think that this case is powerful enough big enough to have a detrimental effect on on feminism i think it on, will a bit yeah do you? yeah do you think do you think from but do you think the only people that it will truly be fueling in a negative way will be people who are misogynistic anyway it makes people more misogynistic I think think there's people yeah I think there's people like us who are very one way 
And I think there are people like who are very much the other way. And I think it's catching the in-betweeners. Do you? Yeah, I do. Mm. Yeah. It amazes me sometimes the type of people that will buy into this shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they, know, they know how to recruit people. The right know how to recruit people. Yeah. And they do it so well. And it's because their messages are always so simple. Like the mm. people on the left are like, oh no, but it's nuanced. But on, on the right, you you know a message like all women are evil manipulated manipulators like it, mm. it works so well just for like the sake of like conversation do you think that the phrase believe women do you think that's too simple as well um, we um need to well i looked into like the rates of false accusations because that's basically what it's getting down to isn't it mm, it's yeah. like if a woman makes an accusation you should believe her mm. yeah but of course there is always going to be that chance that she's lying um and yes <laughs> don't shriek just sort of fucking lost again. I was like, i'm gonna fuck you up son <laughs> But um but no I I looked first. <laughs> yeah. But basically their argument is you could never know wh- when a woman's actually lying because you don't know until like the f- f- first of all the the assault has been reported to the police mm-hmm. and then there has to be an investigation and there's so little amounts of those accusations that go to investigation anyway that it's like so impossible to like really get a good statistic of how many of these are are false yeah but but they have ways of knowing so um so so because they can like sense patterns out of like which ones they've they've learned were, were lies and which ones are true they can make a really good um estimation of like which ones are false so you do, you can look at the woman's history not her sexual history but a history of whether she's lied to the police in the past mm. or or whether she's like tried to defraud insurance companies with false claims before and things like that right. there's always a past of them trying to game the system for the personal gain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's always that and then the other type of really common false accuser is a young person who has been caught having sex and they've told their parents mm. they mm. were raping me mm. that that's often a lie and they know that that um that that's often a lie because what will happen in those cases is the parent will insist on going to the police even though the the kid doesn't want to Mm, and the parent will do it on behalf of the kid most of the time Mm. and and then when they make the kid like explain what happened they'll just be like oh i don't know and they'll make up some shit that's like obviously made up Mm. and like that that suit like they have ways of knowing Mm -hmm. that that people are lying so that that's how they get the they they reckon it's between two to ten percent of rape accusations are false so that's how they make that it could be that high up to 10 yeah yeah but but the but the is that ju- just in the uk uh no i think that number i think that's across the uk and the us okay um but yeah it can be that high but the thing is because it's so easy to tell the ones that are lies it's like those ones mm. most of the time the the accused male doesn't even know that they've been accused they just throw it out so quickly mm. like this isn't true and um i've forgotten the exact numbers but the amount of people like exonerated from jail for rape mm. is like way way lower than the people exonerated for murder Mm. like way more people are exonerated for murder mm. than they are for rape like it's just yeah. it's just such a small thing it's mm. like but but the manosphere is so obsessed with it like they think this it's this really bad problem yeah. but it's such a small small thing that 
yeah and they yeah. already know how to deal with it so i mean i couldn't because obviously i used to volunteer with victim support so i used to work with victims of crime and so i did some like set training on um victims of sexual abuse yeah and um I can remember, so there was a couple of things. Now, I don't remember exactly where they got the statistics from, but they did mention statistics about... Um, we'll stop after this, by the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, they did mention statistics about whether... About, about you know, false allegations, and, and the view was that it was very Many, small in yeah. comparison. But also, what I think... I mean, I think that's very difficult to quantify. It is, yeah. Mm. But what isn't difficult to quantify is if you are a victim of domestic abuse and they got us to sit with this giant piece of paper with a line down the middle, pros and cons of reporting it. Mm. Cons, going for a rape investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, having to retell it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Not being believed mm-hmm. by the police. Mm. Going to, having to wait court proceedings how long do they drag on Mm. how can you you just like psychologically can't get past something because how long you've got to wait for these proceedings yeah Mm. being go having to submit a statement having to you know keep going through it having to be cross-examined by a professional barrister Mm. having your your past dragged up having negative things raised about you Mm. i mean i can't remember all of it but the list the cons were just massively outweighed the pros. I remember this particular story as well of this. I think she was like maybe like 14, 15 or 16. She got raped and she had to go to the police and she, and it, the whole thing went to court. And in court, they literally, they used a pair of the, the pair of like this thong that she was wearing as evidence and they held it up. Yeah. And like the thong said on it, you know, some, you know, one of those really cringy things you get from like, <laughs> It was. It's, it's not gonna look itself. <laughs> <laughs> no, like her well, thigh. Like <laughs> From Huddersfield Market. Yeah, but no, like it's yeah. her her nice thong. Like it said something on it, like "sexy devil" or something like that. Yeah. Mm. And they held that up in court as evidence yes. that oh. she was some sort of like floozy that was, and like she was trying. Like how fucking traumatizing would yeah. that be? It's yeah. like a, a teenage girl. Well, victim, victim support in the train. And one of the things, one of the videos we saw was this woman who had been through the court process and she had, um, he had been found guilty. Now, this is obviously very rare statistically, but she said that her barrister, because she, when it happened, she was walking through a field and she was attacked. Um, and obviously he had said it was consensual and whatever, tried to put it. So, yeah, this is one of the rare occasions where he was found guilty, but her own barrister, you know, arguing her case had held up her walking boots and said does this look like a woman who was going out for sex yeah and she was saying what what if i did pick different shoes yeah how are they gonna yeah. betray me so, yeah. Do you know what i mean so true. Like, yeah so even for her even though she won she's thinking you know yeah is this what it, yeah, comes, it comes down, down to, to the whole, but what were you wearing yeah what we were in there. I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, that's so true, yeah. We're running out of time. We're going to have to pick this up later. Mm. Yeah. Because there's so many things I want to like talk about. Mm. My Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 That wasn't really a oh, yeah. thing, was it? That was more like, boom, opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not soft at all. Hard as fuck. My openings are <laughs> not soft. Bye. Bye.